I believe that in this quarter, the time will be collapsed for those of us who are focused and disciplined and intentional. But you have to have an expectation for what you want to create. Hey there, this is Patrice from patricewashington.com where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. If you are brand new here, here's what you need to know. This is a community that believes that wealth is so much more than what you hear out there in the mainstream media and everywhere else. It is more than money and material possessions. We believe in this community in the original 12th century definition, which was the condition of well-being. So each and every week, this podcast seeks to unpack what that looks like by exploring what we call the six pillars of wealth. These are the other areas of life that actually impact your finances, even when you're not thinking about it. And so if you want to learn more about it, head to patricewashington.com forward slash start here. That's patricewashington.com forward slash start here, and you will get the scoop on the six pillars. Now, before I get into today's episode, I have to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by my new book. My new book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself, is now available for pre-order. And so if you want to get the stories, principles, and practical exercises based on my six pillars of wealth. These will guide you step-by-step through the process to create a life of peace and purpose and prosperity. I am so excited to finally bring this podcast to physical form. (laughs) So to take what you have been hearing on the podcast over the last three years and put all of the real exercises and principles and tips in a book, that will support you as a guide as you go throughout your journey. So pick up a pre-order copy. The bonus is that you'll get a live masterclass with it, but it's only available to the first several hundred people. There is a limit. So if you want to get that bonus to the live masterclass, results, not resolutions, how to get a jump start in your mastery of the six pillars of wealth and hit every goal for the year of 2021, then head over to patricewashington.com forward slash pre-order. That's patricewashington.com forward slash pre-order. So it's a brand new month and a brand new quarter and not just any quarter. It's the fourth quarter, which means that for many of us, it's time to possibly play catch up. But more than anything, it's time to go all in on those things that we said we wanted to do this year. We have approximately 12 more weeks, 90 more days left in 2020. And despite all the memes, we can't just go to sleep and wake up in 2021. 2020 isn't canceled and your calling hasn't been canceled. A pandemic hasn't postponed your purpose. Perhaps it's made you pivot, but not just completely do away with it. So there is so much still possible for you. And around this time, every year, I like to talk about finishing strong. But I think that this year makes it an even more necessary conversation because how do you finish strong when you've dealt with so many blows back to back to back? Now, I hope you enjoyed our faith work series because I wanted to kind of build up to the hardcore tough love stuff. (laughs) 
I wanted to butter you up a little bit. No, really, I wanted to strengthen your faith pillar. And I hope that happened over the last couple of weeks with the Faith Works series, because I always say that my resilience is really rooted in my faith, is rooted in this idea that there's a bigger picture to it all. Believing in something greater really helped me to kind of embrace this idea that all things really do work together for my good. But once you get that in your spirit, then what, right? Once that belief takes root, now it's time for us to shift our behaviors if they've not been supportive of what we say we want. And so I don't know where you are right now. I don't know if you're feeling lost. I don't know if 2020 has you feeling stuck or at a standstill, frustrated, anxious, depleted, or maybe you feel more hopeful than you ever have, inspired, you're motivated, you're ready to crush it, you're ready to embrace something new. This episode is for all of us, no matter where we are on the spectrum. And today, I just thought I'd set the quarter off right by giving us three things to consider. These are just things that I want you to hold near and dear if you felt like just in 2020 now, I need to start over. Or hold near and dear if you are going for it, like you are ready to go all in and make some things happen that maybe weren't even on your radar on January 1st, 2020. Again, wherever you are on the spectrum, I wanted to create something that I thought would support you. So here are three things I want you to consider about what's still possible. Now, the first one is COVID didn't change the call on your life. COVID did not change the call on your life. Now, perhaps it could have illuminated a new path or maybe helped you reimagine some things or see it from a new angle, but likely you are still tapping in to the gifts you've always had, the skill set you've always had. There's something about who you've always been that perhaps now gets to come to the forefront. But to me, that means it was probably a part of the call on your life for your entire life. Because while maybe all of these things have caught us by surprise, I don't believe they've caught God by surprise. Right. And so before I go a little bit deeper there, I I really feel like I have to shout out all the people who were in my comments, DMs, making response videos about some of the IGTVs that I was putting out, saying I was too harsh at the beginning of the pandemic because I was saying very (laughs) plainly that purpose is not postponed and this is not a time to just lay down and do nothing. Perhaps you have to shift if your magic has been, like for me, on stage live in front of thousands of people, perhaps you need to get comfortable transferring that magic to Zoom, (laughs) putting that magic online, right? Like, and people were saying, oh, she's being too harsh. And one person in particular even said, oh, I'm offering free coaching. How dare she talk about her programs? And I'm going to do it for free. I wonder if those people ever got their coaching, (laughs) number one. But number two, my clients who we were having deeper conversations about all of this at that time, March, April, May, they went on to crush it, to shift their limiting beliefs, to truly have a mindset of abundance, even in the midst of a pandemic, 
to fill their programs, launch podcasts, write books, because they kept being pushed into purpose, right? And so, yes, I know this stuff happens. I'm a realist. But when I looked at my own call and saw what COVID was doing from the beginning, how my speaking engagements were being canceled left and right, and brand partnerships were kind of falling apart, and you know, people wanted to back out of programs, like any number of things. There were so many things happening. So it's not like I was exempt from it. But having the mindset that this pandemic is not going to postpone my purpose, you know, COVID-19 didn't come to take the call on my life. If anything, maybe it came to strengthen me in some areas, fortify me in some areas and make me an even better leader, an even better entrepreneur. Because of that, I didn't fight for the limitations that people were talking about, right? You can't, in this next quarter, fight for lack. You can't fight for scarcity. You can't fight for a victim mentality. You have to shift and say, I'm going to fight for abundance. I'm going to fight to see gratitude. I'm going to fight to continue to do what I said I wanted to do, but with ease and grace. I'm not going to take on the stress, struggle, and strife that people keep wanting to illuminate, right? I'm going to fight to believe that even in the midst of a pandemic, all things came to work together for my good, right? And again, hear my heart. I don't want you to think that I'm insensitive. I'm definitely not insensitive. And I share this all the time. I mean, my career as America's Money Maven was birthed in the midst of the Great Recession, When I share being on the bathroom floor and being sick and tired of being sick and tired, I know where so many people under the sound of my voice right now in this moment are. That that time when you feel like everything that I'm trying, nothing turns to gold. You know, you have the the golden touch, nothing turns to gold. As a matter of fact, it all turns to wood. (laughs) Like it just, every door that I try to open seems like it slams shut. And then they bolt the windows so there's no sneaking in either. Like nothing is working. I've been there. But I also understand that when I got up off that bathroom floor the next morning, I finally had a glimpse at what I think God had been preparing me for the entire time. So the call on my life didn't change because the real estate bubble burst. Actually, the call on my life was illuminated because of the circumstances that I found myself in, in 2007, 2008, 2009, when I had that bathroom floor moment. And so I don't know where you are, but I want you to know that I feel you, right? If you are one of the people who are like, I'm, I'm in that moment, nothing's working out. I want you to know that there's still a call on your life, right? And if you're not around people who are going to help pull that call out of you, support you in pulling that call out of you, be a champion for you, help push you into purpose, then you definitely need to curate a new community that serves you. To be around people who will focus on abundance, not lack who will focus on all the opportunities that are there. It's like that half full, half empty 
scenario, right? When we look at this year, we have an opportunity to look at the rest of this year and either go, well, the year's done. I'm going to throw in the towel and just see what happens in 2021. Like when the clock changes, all of a sudden something magical happens with you, right? Like with your routines, with your habits, with your mindsets, with your limiting beliefs. What happens all of a sudden when we go from 11.59 p.m. on December 31st to 12 a.m. on January 1st? You taking you with you. (laughs) You're taking you with you into 2021, which means instead of waiting for 2021, what if you started to shift and adapt to the behaviors that support you the most today? Think of what you could do in the next 12 weeks. Think of what you could do in the next 90 days. And so if you adapt this idea that, look, there's still a call on my life, then that should fire you up to be like, doggone it, yeah, there's still a call on my life. Let me get up. Let me get focused. Let me prepare. Let me plan. Let me move as if there's something for me to do. Right? It's so funny. One of my one of my pet peeves are people who wear flip-flops and don't pick their feet up. <laughs> you ever just hear people in the grocery store or wherever, and they're just making that sound, that that sound like when someone's dragging their feet. I wear my daughter out because, especially if they're young people, young people in particular, I don't do it to adults, but young people, my brother used to do this and I've adapted it where I say, hey, walk with some purpose. Walk like you got something to do, like you have somewhere to be, like someone is looking for you, looking forward to you, being in their presence, like walk with purpose, stop dragging your feet, like you have nowhere to go and nothing to do. And I feel that in this sense. Put your head up, pick your feet up and walk with purpose into 2021. This quarter can make all the difference. So to drag your feet around with your head down and act like, woe is me, I know it's hard. I'm not saying that it's easy. I know that it can be hard, but you got to fight. You have to fight. Don't just take it laying down. You got to fight. To, to the people who were speaking up against me doing the videos, I don't really know what they taught people with the counter that was just use this time to rest and wait and see how things go. In April, they were still telling people, wait and see how things go. In May, listen, by May, you're still waiting to see how things go. I'd rather have a plan or be proactive than be reactive months and months after the fact because I was waiting to see how things go. And I'm a fan of rest. I have been on my nap ministry lately, (laughs) spent a lot of time with my family, did some home improvement projects, worked on all the pillars. But I did all those things in expectation of still living out my call for this life, not laying it down. And so that's the first step in my book is to know that COVID didn't change your call. It's still here. It's waiting for you. And we need you to walk with purpose. The second thing that I want you to consider is that you actually have more time than you think. You always have. You have more time than you think. 
For years now, I've been teaching about Parkinson's law. And Parkinson's law essentially says that the time you give yourself to complete a task is the time it will take. The time you give yourself to complete a task is the time it will take. Now, I've been using Parkinson's law for my own goals since 2003. Since 2003. And basically, since that time, I've always set my goals by the quarter and not by the year. So where people would make New Year's resolutions and give themselves 12 months, right? 365 days to complete a goal. I always did mine by 90 day increments, which means that I could accomplish four times what the average person could because I wasn't basing it on an annual calendar. So maybe like many people, you set goals at the beginning of this year, that when you really add up the amount of time it actually takes to get them done, it could probably fit into a very focused, intentional, and disciplined quarter, which is the quarter that you have right now. So I know that you may have felt robbed from the last, what, seven, eight months or so. You may feel like nothing you wanted to do got accomplished during that time. But I want to be a reminder to you that that time could be made up. It could be made up so quickly because when you really think about how not laser focused you would have been and how much time you would have given yourself to do really basic and simple tasks. What if you took out your calendar right now and really planned and really put aside the hours that you needed? If you work nine to five and you're tired or night, I get it but you can't put 30 minutes towards researching. You can't put 30 minutes a night towards doing something very focused that'll move you forward. You spend more time than that scrolling on social media, looking at things that disturb your peace. So I know you have time. All the time you spend DMing your friends, the the funny memes and going back and forth with folks in comments, you got time. It's not about finding it. It's about making it. I believe that in this quarter, the time will be collapsed for those of us who are focused and disciplined and intentional. But you have to have an expectation for what you want to create. You can't look at this as, well, the time is gone. You have to, you know, it's too late. Nine months have already gone. No, you have to look at it as I still have three months to make it happen. I still have 90 days to get it in. Not only do I have 90 days to finish strong, I have 90 days to build the muscle, the stamina, the relationships, the plan to start 2021 even stronger. So that's what I want you to consider. You have more time than you think. You just have to shift the lens that you're looking at this year with. And then my third thought for you is that provision has never been a problem in God's economy. Provision has never been a problem in God's economy. Now, I don't know if you met me speaking somewhere or you stumbled upon the podcast. If you know anything about me, then you've probably heard me say this multiple times, that I really do believe that if God has given you a vision for your life, the provision is done. 
the provision is there. We are responsible for taking the next best step. We are responsible for giving God something to bless, meaning understanding that faith without works is dead, that we have to do our part and then allow everything else we need to be attracted, the relationships, the resources, whatever. And I believe that if God has called you to do something, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of one of the most difficult years, I believe, in recent history, he gave you the vision because his intention was always to give you the provision. That's never been a problem. In and out of COVID, the provision has never been a problem. If anything, your belief has been. You've heard us quote this before. You don't get what you want. You get what you believe. Do you believe that if you do your part and if you're operating in obedience and alignment to what you've been called to do, not what you are trying to copy, not what you're trying to force or manipulate, but what you feel authentically called to do, do you believe, or let me ask you this, do you understand that there is a difference between source and resources? Have you accepted that there is a difference between source and resources? So the reason that I don't freak out anymore about resources and where things are going to come from and how it's all going to come together is because I know my source. And if I believe that God is my source, if he could create something as abundant as this universe and yet still know me, the real me, not the one y'all know. (laughs) I share a lot of flaws and I share a lot of things with you, but there's still things that go on with me to my grave and don't nobody know but the Lord. (laughs) And if he can still know me, love me and use me, even with all he knows about me, right? Why would I even worry myself about all the other little things that we love to consume ourselves with? Well, who's gonna and how am I gonna and where is it gonna? And I'm not saying that you don't have a plan. I'm saying sometimes you have to just write out what you need and then trust that it's going to come to you. This has been the story of my life. I am the the most book person without pitching a thing <laughs> you've probably ever met. I turn down probably 80% of the opportunities that come my way, whether they be speaking deals or brand deals or just whatever. I turn down one-on-one coaching clients all the time. I turn down like I turn stuff down, right? There's no shortage of anything. That could be a blessing to you in your life, in your family, in your business. There's no shortage of it. And I believe that even with me turning stuff down, I will always be supported. I would always be, I will always be taken care of. Because I believe that the work that I'm doing warrants that. I just believe it. Like in my belly, I believe it, that I'll always be provided for because I didn't choose this. I didn't choose this. No one is in third grade. Like, you know, I'd love to be a personal finance expert one day. Didn't know what a podcast was even 10 years ago. Honestly, maybe I didn't know seven years ago. I didn't have any aspirations to actually write a book. Nothing that I've done were things that I dreamed about as a little girl. Can we keep it real? I just knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was clear about that. But even that I just trusted 
I trusted that I would find my way. I was not clinging to anything in particular. And Lisa Nichols, my coach, world-renowned speaker, she was my coach seven years, several years ago. And Lisa said, you have to be committed to the vision, not attached to how you get there. And so I have no attachment to how I will be provided for. I do my part and then I leave God to do the rest. Which back to the beginning, why I wanted to start you off with the faith work series and making sure that you're still taking your faith pillar seriously no matter what faith it is you subscribe to, but that you make time to practice your faith, right? Because you need to really have that in your, in your being. You need to believe that with everything, that you have been divinely guided to this point and that you're willing to surrender, not hold on to, not force, not manipulate, but surrender to see the path right? That's, that's already paved for you. Because if the vision was given to you, then provision is not going to be a problem. And so this is from my heart. And I hope that it really helps you get yourself refocused, recentered, put you in a place to reimagine what's possible for these next several weeks. Your life can be barely recognizable 90 days from now if you're willing to buckle down and recommit to what it is you say you want and what you know you've been called to. I know that there are people out there telling you, don't worry about it, 2020, no big deal. But let me tell you something. I coach women every day who have done amazing, amazing, amazing things this year who didn't have a clue about how it would unfold and what they would do. And somehow our paths cross. And I've been very fortunate to coach women from literally all over the world. And to see what they have been able to do in about, let's see, they've been with me about 12 weeks, I think. In about 12 weeks, I know that in the next 12 weeks, you can literally do anything. What are you committed to? I suggest you go find my episode. I believe it's from 2018 and it's called Commitment Makes the Difference. I have women in the community who tell me all the time that they listen to that episode every quarter. Some people listen to it every six months. It's just that type of episode that will recalibrate, you know, how you're going after your goals. And the big thing is you have to decide are you committed or interested because interested people play around a lot. They don't take their calendars out and actually block time to make it happen. Interested people love to research. They don't love to take action. Interested people love to mull things over, but they don't get to move. And committed people move. Committed people are deliberate. Committed people will not only make the plan, but execute on the plan. And what if you make a plan and it has 15 tasks that are needed between now and December 31st? and you only get to nine, are you not much further along than you would have been? That's not a bad thing. If you only get to seven of them, are you not further along than you would have been? The goal is just to keep moving. 
The goal is to make sloppy progress. The goal is to give God something to bless. The goal is not to waste and squander another 90 days. And listen, if you're having health challenges or any number of things, then this may not be for you. But there are thousands of people who are listening to this and you know I'm talking to you. You know that you have everything it takes. If you would stop waiting on other people to give you permission and grant yourself validation. If you've already been called to do something, you don't need to wait on a whole bunch of folks and a whole bunch of things. And listen, if you know who you are and who you are, the source is covered, all the resources will be added, but they're only added to people who are in action. I truly believe that. They're added to people who are in action. Momentum is real, right? Momentum is real. No one's going out of their way to be a resource or a guide or support for somebody who's not doing anything. Who has time for that? But when we see you in action, people want to serve you. They want to support you. They want to circle with you, circle around you and lift you up. I believe that. I believe it. So you have 90 days, approximately 12 weeks. What's still possible? What's still possible if you're consistent? What's still possible if you're disciplined? What's still possible for you if you would be flexible to the path? What's still possible if you'd be more attached to your dream than excuses? What's still possible if you would allow yourself to get out of the box and have some creativity, reimagine what this can look like for you? There's so much still possible. And I want to encourage you to go after it with full force. Now, my responsibility as your virtual mentor, (laughs) chief purpose chaser, chief edge snatcher, as I'm called in my purpose to platform community, my responsibility over these next several weeks is to introduce you to people who have pivoted. Is that how you say it? Who have had a pivot and how they have maneuvered some things during COVID or at different points in their lives. So I'm going to equip you with stories, but also people who have very intentional messages about business or money or relationships, different things that are going to help you, right? Because I believe all of these things come together to support us in our wealth building. And so if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. If you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast, please do. It really helps other purpose chasers from all over the world find us. But let's make it happen. Listen, our calling wasn't canceled. Our purpose hasn't been postponed. We have more than enough time to make major, major moves, right? And God is our source. The provision is already there. It is no problem in God's economy. You got to believe that. So let's talk about this episode in our Redefining Wealth free Purpose Chaser community. It's the Redefining Wealth community with Patrice Washington on Facebook. You can find it at IamAPurposeChaser.com. IamAPurposeChaser.com. And let me know. Let me know what you thought about this episode. I'm in social media at Seek Wisdom PCW. I really want to be a champion of you knowing that you're still created for purpose. Let's go. We got 90 days. Let's make something happen. Yes. 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 I hope so. 
Listen, until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.